to the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. Have you ever wondered how people succeed in real estate and what steps they took to get there? If so, this podcast is for you. Your hosts, Sayla and Eileen Prack, interview top experts in the real estate community to share with you their real estate journey and how they achieved massive success. Our goal is to provide you with valuable real estate resources and to help you apply it to your own real estate goals. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Prack. And today our guest is Stephen Pisavanto. He is the host of the Investor Mindset Podcast and an active investor who curates commercial real estate investments for clients at Von Finch Capital. He has raised tens of millions of dollars, which has successfully cycled through multiple assets. And he began his career in single family as an operator and flipped over 200 houses in under three years prior to expanding into commercial real estate. You got to make really decisions excited to have this conversation you with you, Stephen. Stick to those to decisions. Show. And if you need to change oh, well, it because you have new information, then you here. change that decision. So but I would love if you can share a little bit more about your background and if you can share, you know, how you got started in real estate, that would be wonderful. Yeah. So my getting started in real estate story is maybe a little bit different than some other people kind of to jump right to that first deal that we did. I never expected to, I I didn't have any experience doing real estate. I didn't exactly know what I was doing, but I had made that decision that this was something that I was going to move forward and do. I made that decision that I was committed to finding a way. And with a very short amount of time, was able to go from zero to 75 flips within that first year and eventually scale up to doing you know over 200 deals in just under two and a half to three years. And so going back, I started my career just like many other people. I was working in corporate America, was working as a management consultant, absolutely loved some of the work that I was doing, but I wasn't passionate about it. And I noticed some of the feelings that so many other people have where they're working for something and they don't feel like there's a meaning behind it. They don't feel like there's that passion or that other people aren't passionate about. And fortunately, all of corporate America is not like that. But the place that I was working at had that energy. And so I really was on this journey of, of finding uh, a path to being able to connect with other people who are as passionate about what they're doing every single day as I knew that I needed to be. And so I moved from management consulting into technology and uh, eventually left technology working in the startup space to you know jump into real estate full time and th- the biggest thing that helped me get started and the biggest thing that I feel like so many people make the mistake on and I've made the same mistake myself many a time but it was that moment that I made the decision that I actually decided I'm going all in the moment that I said no more this is it. I'm doing this was the moment that I ended up really being able to start seeing success start happening in real estate. So was it a single moment in time that you made that decision or was there a a bunch of events that kind of led up to it? I mean, at the end of the day, there's always events that are leading up to it. When I was, you know, a kid, I always wanted to be a chef like Emeril Lagasse, or I wanted to renovate houses like Bob Vila. And when I was 14 to 20, I worked in commercial kitchens and spent a lot of time realizing that that wasn't a career, a lifestyle that I wanted, that I loved cooking, but that wasn't the direction I wanted to go. And same in real estate, I had kind of had this vision and passion and desire to purchase properties, looking at properties when I was 17 and 18, making offers, you know, as a freshman in college, making offers again after graduating. You know, back in 2008, wouldn't have that been great if those properties would have came true? Because think about the appreciation that would have happened in the last 10 years um, since then. But the truth is that 
all of those times I was only half in. I was only one foot in, not both feet in. And what was different about me moving into real estate what was different about the success that ended up coming from it. And what ended up leading to all that momentum moving forward was that I decided 100% that I was doing this and I was all in. And so in that moment, I remember exactly where I was. I was at my girlfriend of the time's house. And I remember jumping up off the couch and literally turning to her and saying, I'm doing this. It's done. This is the direction that I'm going to go. And so I made that decision and quickly found some connections, some mentors, some other people that were doing what I was doing. And at the time, I didn't have any connections to those people. I didn't have the belief that it was possible. I had, frankly, limiting beliefs. I had the belief that nobody in my family does real estate, that I don't have any, we don't come from a super wealthy family, that I don't have the money, I don't have the experience. All of these things that end up stopping people from moving forward stopped me. But it was in that moment when I decided that those no longer were a problem because then I was able to then start looking for solutions instead of worrying about all the reasons why it couldn't work. And I started finding reasons why it could. And fast forward, that's the reason we're able to have so much success. That's the reason we were able to buy so many deals and be able to scale up that business so quickly. And the same thing is true as we moved into, into commercial. I took those steps slowly. But it wasn't until I made that decision that I'm going to go all in, that this is the direction we're moving, until we really started seeing that momentum happen. Now, we can look back at the last year, depending on where you're listening to this in 2021, we can look back at the last year and we can say, hey, well, it was one of the most challenging years. I had a major family tragedy happen that definitely knocked us off of our feet. And then compound that with the isolation of COVID, you can make all kinds of excuses. It definitely slowed many things down. But The truth is that if you're committed to something and you truly decide this is the path you're going to go, then you're going to stay the course and you're going to find a way to navigate through that storm to get to the other side and to be able to truly step into the success and to your own capabilities. And for me, that was the moment that I had. And it's the moment so many people are discovering when they decide to get into it. You know, whether you're a passive investor and you're trying to decide whether or not this is the deal for you to make the decision on. Now, I'm not encouraging you to just fire off the decision and just invest in anyone's deal, but it's getting to that point where you can get ready to review the details and feel confident and then also feel comfortable being uncomfortable, not knowing everything and and being okay with that because no matter whether you're trying to take that leap from an active perspective and be more of an entrepreneur or whether you're trying to be passive and start receiving the actual uh, benefits of being an investor, you've got to make the decision. And it's something that we all get hung up on, but we don't have to. And so what is an advice that you can give if somebody is ready to make that decision, but they're still hanging off a cliff and they're not really fully ready to let go? Yeah. I mean, there's so many different things, but what, what it really comes down to is hitting a moment of threshold, hitting a moment of this is enough, not another day, not another moment. I'm doing this right now. And so what that can be from is from you hitting rock bottom yourself, from you having that moment where you say, no, I'm doing this. You know, you're sick of the stock market. You're sick of seeing the ups and downs. I mean, It can be great if you're on the right side of it, but it's pretty emotional when you're trading or when you're not trading and you're just sitting looking at your portfolio as it fluctuates day to day. If that's not for you, then you need to use that moment, use that feeling of that emotion to decide, okay, I'm going to make that move happen. What so many people do, and this is the mistake they make, what so many people do is they feel that negative emotion and they push it down inside. 
they don't actually experience it. And when you don't experience an emotion, when you don't experience that feeling, you can't let it move through you. And when you can choose to feel it, when you can choose to experience that negative feeling or that positive one that's going to pull you forward, you can use that to then decide in that moment that you're going to make that step. And then in that moment of decision, actually take an a step forward. So, you know, an example of this, if, if you're somebody who wants to get involved more actively, you know, it's going online and going to the people that you already know, like, and trust or going to people that you've heard on podcasts that you really like what they're saying, or going to coaches and mentors and spending some money to commit yourself to moving forward, spending money the same way you would on a college education to educate and commit to yourself that you're going to navigate this path that's pretty murky at times. And sometimes you need a guide that's going to be there. If you're a passive investor, it's going and signing up and looking at deals or finally pulling the trigger with somebody that you've already done the diligence on and that you that you know, like, and trusted. Well, whatever it is, it's taking action, right? We've got to take ourselves from that moment of wanting something to deciding and getting that clarity and then making that decision and actually doing something with it. No, I think that that's really great. And I really appreciate that. You know, I think it is important to, to take action and then be committed to whatever goal you are and what you're talking about, you know, feeling those emotions, you know, instead of repressing them and pushing them down, you know, letting them surface and really feeding off of that to propel you into making a decision and just going forward. Yeah, it's so true. You know, on the Investor Mindset podcast, which is, you know, the podcast we started uh, a couple of years ago, a top 200 podcast, we get an interview, you know, amazing people like Chris Voss and uh, tons of really successful real estate investors and thought leaders. And one of the things that I noticed after interviewing hundreds of successful people is that they make decisions quickly. Once they have all the information, they make that decision. They don't sit in that emotional back and forth. Now, that doesn't mean that I do it myself every day. And that doesn't mean that all of us aren't going to be in a place where we're going to get caught up in the emotion. It's just normal human behavior. But one of the five principles that I learned you know, after interviewing all these people was you got to make decisions quickly. You've got to stick to those decisions. And if you need to change it because you have new information, then you change that decision. But if you make the decision in that moment, then you can actually move forward. You can actually start to see some of the results of the things you actually want. We love hosting this show. When we started this podcast, we were doing all the editing and post-production ourselves. Now, we are very excited to have this particular company as a partner of the show to do all the post-production for us because it gives us the freedom to focus on the two things we care about, serving you, our listener, at a higher level and growing our own multifamily business. If you are like Sayla and me, then you want to add value to others while scaling your business. A podcast is the best way to do both, and we invite you to contact Adam Adams. He can help you launch your podcast, market your show for more listeners, and take all the post-production off your plate so you can focus on your business instead of in it. Listeners of this show can get a free consultation with Adam. To schedule your free consultation, find the link in the show notes. So you mentioned the five principles. One of them is making a decision. Can you share what the other four are? Yeah. I Well, I'd love for people to be able to dive into all five of the principles. And we actually put together a resource. It's There's no cost to it. They can just go right over to the investormindset.com slash principles. And you'll be able to just grab a copy of, of that resource guide, kind of going through all five of those principles. But at the core, one of the other key principles is getting 
surrounded in community with other people who think like you think or are doing what you want to do. And when I say think like you think, I specifically mean people who are committed to creating a life that might be different than the life that they're currently living. People who might want to start investing into real estate, an alternative asset, something that isn't the most common thing for people to invest in. People know about it, but a lot of people are uneducated about it. So the idea that so many of these successful people talk about is by getting in community, you start to actually create this carry-on effect. It's the old adage of you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. We hear this all the time. And sometimes we forget that it is so true that when we're going to go and make a change happen in our life, or like we're going to step into being a real estate entrepreneur, we're going to step into being a passive investor, that we most likely are going to want to get surrounded by people who are already in that space. Because what ends up happening is not only is there a motivational factor, but there's actually a change in the way that we start thinking. There's a chemical change. There's a thought and belief change. And one of those thoughts and beliefs is that we look around at those other people that we're hanging out with, those people in that mastermind, that coach, that mentor, or the people we're listening to on podcasts like we are doing right now, what starts to happen is we end up starting to look at the way that they think about things and it starts to become normal. So when we start to think about entrepreneurship as normal or investing in real estate as the normal thing to do, then it propels us closer to continuing to do those activities on a regular basis. Now, the same is true. If you go hang out with a bunch of degenerates or junkies, you're just going to start feeling more comfortable for you to do the activities and behaviors that those people are doing. So we want to take that moment to really recognize how can we be in a room of people who are smarter than us? How can we share some of those experiences, people who want to fall in our footsteps? And how can we get in community so that we can start going down that path? No, thank you for sharing. And I, I love the fact that you talked about the community and surrounding yourself with the people who, you know, have the same mindset, you know, and you're wanting to just learn and grow with all of them. And then that, that's just going to help you propel and continue to grow and grow and grow. And um, I think that that's extremely powerful. And so can you share a little bit about as you're growing your business and then how about the mindset behind scaling your business and not being caught up with just doing one or two deals, but being able, the capacity to grow it to where you are today? Yeah, it's such a good question. It's a way of thinking that you have to kind of shift and shift from, uh, I'm just going to go and try to figure out how to do one deal. And when I got into the space, I went into thinking about it from perspective, how can I do multiple deals at one time so that I can create a business that starts to self-sustain itself? Now, as going down that path, there's a lot of lessons learned. Sometimes some businesses aren't as effective or efficient at self-sustaining. Sometimes they need more of that management from the operation side and you know, really from people who are making those decisions on a day-to-day business. Real estate happens to be a business which it is really valuable to have people who are part of the ownership and part of the operations team Uh, having a vested interest in making those decisions day to day because the end result to investors ends up being aligned in that space. But when I got started, I, again, I stepped into community with other people who are already down that path. And I looked at what they were doing. And here's one of the other principles is modeling others. You, You figure out what's working 
from people who are already doing what you want to do. And you get in community with those people so you can continue to learn from them and share strategies about how to continue to grow your business. So I was able to get within community and then start looking around and seeing, hey, well, these people are growing their business like this. Those people are growing their business like that, which is the direction that I want to go. And then you choose a direction and you start to head down that path. And so by being able to, instead of figuring it out myself, really being able to go and work with some of the best experts and be surrounded consistently by this idea that it's possible to do more, that this idea of processes and systems and really building something that is repeatable is what ends up leading to the ability to do those many deals. To be frank, if I was going to go try to do one flip right now, I would have a much tougher time to do one flip than I would have to go and do seven or 10. It's kind of an ironic change of pace that going and doing a smaller number of deals is now more tough for me because my entire experience is built around leveraging the experience of others and going out and doing many, many deals, right? And so that's kind of that difference. If you're somebody who's doing a deal here and a deal there, that's awesome. Celebrate the fact that you took action. And then immediately, if the real desire is to do more deals, you have to ask yourself a more important question. What is the purpose of doing more deals? Is the purpose of doing more deals to make more money? Is it possible to make more money without doing more deals with the existing strategy you have? If you end up getting to the other side of that question and the answer is, hey, let's do more, then of course, you're going to want to figure out, well, what's the process to do that? Who's already doing it? And then how can I just follow in their footsteps so I don't have to you know, bushwhack my way through the forest to try to figure out how to get to the other side? Yeah, I, I like that because, you know, like they say, success leaves clues. So what you mentioned about, you know, modeling yourself after someone that you look up to that you want to build a business in their footsteps, you know, I think that that's incredible because there there's no need to create everything from scratch when somebody's already kind of done it. And so if you follow in their footsteps and model yourselves after whoever, you know, I think that that's, that's really valuable advice. And so Steven, what's next for you? What's your next focus? Well, I think what I've really realized, you know, on this path is that there's, you know, everyone has a unique ability. And one of my unique abilities is to take really complex topics and simplify them down to in a way that it's easy for people to understand and and to be able to wrap their heads around these complex ideas. And so one of the things that's really been growing in our business, one of the things that's really been enriching is by working with investors at getting started investing in real estate, working with experienced investors at continuing to scale up and grow their portfolio of passive investments. And so, of course, I work with Von Finch Capital and you know, Von Finch Capital is really, it's defined as something bigger than ourselves, something greater. And one of the reasons for that is we really look to be able to help people start investing and then start investing with impact and with income. So how can you make an impact within the community while also making an impact uh, within your income and within the returns that you're seeing? So we're continuing to bring on new clients consistently. We have a very unique strategy and structure of being able to you know, work with some of the best operators in the country, people that you normally wouldn't be able to invest with just because they have such high minimums. And through those partnerships, we've been able to really make some changes for our clients. So we're seeing that side of the business continue to grow. The Investor Mindset Podcast, of course, like I said, 
uh, continues to move its way up the charts. And uh, we're really excited because as we continue to grow that podcast, we're really able to make an impact. You know, I get messages from people all the time. And if you're listening to this, I'd, you know, I'd love for you to reach out and let me know that you're listening to this podcast and that this is where you heard me. But, you know, I get messages on LinkedIn all the time from people who, who connect and they're just so excited or inspired. And so my goal is to continue to do that because I'm on this mission and I really believe that it's possible that we can impact over a million people having the realization that they can live a better life. And that real estate is one of the, the fastest vehicles to doing that. There's a lot of vehicles out there, but really being able to help people make change happen in their life. You know, I do that with clients one-on-one, but when it comes to real estate investing, it's amazing because we're surrounded by so many people who believe in this idea that life can be more than just a job. Life can be more than just working for a paycheck. And so I just look forward to continue to work with people like you and others and being able to share that message. Oh, thank you, Stephen. And you know, it's great that you're impacting the lives of other people and um, creating those meaningful relationships with them. And I want to ask you as well, you know, how has real estate investing impacted your life? Yeah, well, like I, I keep going back to some core principles, but for me, the community has been one of my favorite parts. Being able to be surrounded by other people who have this belief, this crazy belief that it's possible to go and design a life of your choosing. You know, a lot of people are kind of stuck in this thought process of I go to school, I graduate school, I go to my job, I work until I'm 65, and then I retire and enjoy life. But I'm part of that new age belief, some of that design your life thinking. And so many people in real estate have that belief. And so it's so fun to meet people who are not only loving what they do every day or not only creating that path to being able to do that at some point in their life, but they just are driven to continue to grow and be better. You know, we're not perfect. We're all on this path of personal growth and financial growth and, you know, hitting that flexibility and independence that we all want. But for me, real estate has made me more money than I've ever made in my whole entire life. And it's been able to do that in a way where I really enjoy it. And so it's really fun to be able to help people make these kind of changes and then see the results of what those mean in their life. And what is one thing that sets the successful people apart in the real estate investing business? The clearest thing uh, is really it's people who are truly committed. A lot of people want to go and start having some freedom. A lot of people want to start making some additional income. They want to have passive income. They want to start investing in real estate, but they don't take action. They don't decide that this is the thing that they're going to do. They don't give people like you or I a call and start to kind of figure out, well, how do I go down this path and how can somebody else help me get there? Some people are kind of in this small, you know, they're in a uh, the opposite of an abundance mindset. And they're coming from this place of not enough and thinking that they've got to squeeze out everything that they possibly have. And they're not willing to work with anyone else to get there. The hard part is I've been there myself. You know, I used to have a real big fear about coaching. I used to have a really big limiting belief about working with other people or sharing ideas that used to think that, oh, someone's going to steal my idea. Or maybe someone's going to, if this person, if I make an introduction, they might not have money to invest with me and coming from this kind of limited way of thinking. But the big shift, the big thing that really made a change in my life and it's made an impact in so many of my clients and, and friends' lives is just this change of thinking, well, 
there's more than enough for all of us to go around, more than enough for all of us to reach our goals and just figuring out a way that we can be of value to as many people as possible. Thank you, Stephen. And I love the abundance mindset that you're coming from, and I'm sure the listeners do as well. And if they wanted to learn more about you and what you do, where can they go? Yeah, I highly encourage you to head over to theinvestormindset.com. You can jump right on there, heads directly over to my personal website. You can check out a little bit more about the podcast. I do encourage you, if you're somebody who's looking to invest passively and you're looking for a little bit more education and learning, we put together a 52-page resource that dives really deep called the Passive Investor Playbook. So you guys can grab a copy of that, theinvestormindset.com slash passive. And I'm sure that'll be included in the show notes. So it's really easy to find. But of course, that's the investormindset.com slash passive. Awesome. Thank you so much so much for sharing everything today, Stephen. Really appreciate it and super grateful to have you on the show. It was a pleasure. So much fun talking with you. And I look forward to the next time we get to do this again. Thank you. And thank you for listening to our podcast today, brought to you by Bonavest Capital. We would really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. You can also connect with us on Facebook, How Did They Do It Real Estate. We'd love to hear your feedback and any topics that you're interested in for future episodes. Lastly, to learn more about us, you can go to bonifestcapital.com and fill out the contact us page so you can speak to us directly. Nothing on the show should be considered as specific personal advice. Please consult your legal, tax, and real estate professionals for individualized advice.